o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. There is basketball tonight, and Sip, today's a weird day. You want to know why? It's this weird, special day. There's, just, there's several reasons why. Today is 2-22-22. Oh, isn't that amazing? And Taco Tuesday, and for your sake, <laughs> and sir, and sir, for your sake, it is also National Margarita Day. Whoa, So you're Jake. welcome. We haven't. We can celebrate later on today if you'd like to I in might. the show. I might. Maybe we'll have uh, DP bring in some margarita mix for us. You never know. Yeah, that would be, or just bring in margaritas. <laughs> yeah, just need to bring the margaritas. Hey, uh, good morning. Good morning. Okay, Harrison is not here. Have you heard from Harrison? No, I have not. It is. It, you know, it's the tundra outside, so maybe he's got some issues. Oh, it's fine. Is it? You want to talk about the weather? Yeah, old man winter. I just did. I stopped. I stopped. I stopped, and you kept going. <laughs> That's on you. Old man winter returned with us some force, didn't he? Oh, better get your warm coat out again. You're going to do this? This is going to be about 20 years from now. You're retired or something <laughs> like that. And I'm going to track you down <laughs> you at down. a shoemaker's okay. probably yeah, when you're meeting with your, your buddies, your old friends. And, and guess what? <laughs> gonna There's going to be a lot of talk about the weather. I'm going to say, hmm, <laughs> hmm. How ironic is this? <laughs> All right, Alanis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Alanis Morris said, yes, I am ironic. Uh, well. How are you doing today? Good. I, I like the rundown. Thank you. Well, it, it's the goal is to like it and yeah. talk. Yeah, there's a lot to, we have some things to, I, I do. I don't like. know if there's a lot going on, but we. No, we, there's not. We, <laughs> So let's, somehow let's you did it. Yeah, let's say, that, let's say it took a while yesterday to, to drum up some stuff for today. You should have called me. Well, I was in a, in my, a mode, you know, I was in a work mode. Work mood mode, whatever you want yeah, to say. Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of work. I did. I did uh, help with uh, Nicole's show last. Oh, night. you did. Yeah, I in came, studio or on the. I air? came in here. I was in here last night at seven twenty. How'd that go? It was good. Nick. Yes, Nick. It's Nick's birthday today. Nick is twenty-one years old today. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, yeah. They were they were trying to. Well, here we can ask you this question. All right, okay. The question was, what should be his first drink? Ooh. Well. Not what my first drink was on my 21st birthday. I had a fella come by and then leave. They gave me a triple shot of Jameson to begin the night. Is that right? That was horrible. Who was that? Was that a uh, friend? I don't know. Kind of a friend, yeah. He's like, I heard it was your birthday, and I'm going to come by and, and give you this drink and then leave. And I'm like, I don't really want this drink, but I guess I'll. you have to. You can't triple deny shot things. shot Jameson, like, how was it? Do you remember? It it was uh, poison, basically. You know, we had a drink. It wasn't horrible, but you want to ease into a little bit, right? On your 21st, you can last the whole night. That's like going full blast from the get-go. Interesting. So uh, I just recall things getting blurry quickly after that. Yeah. I mean... Uh, the this, first drink, this, I don't know, just get a, a, a Bud Light. Is it, you want, are you trying to keep the... the 
trying to keep the volume low. Is this or what? This discussion is kind of weird because I wonder. I mean, I wonder if Nick's. I mean, you think he's he's probably had a drink. Yeah, he, I think he's probably partaking. So before. it's not really like a yeah. big thing. Right? No, but it's the the concept of it being your first. You know what? I mean, my earliest memory of. I mean, listen, I wasn't, as you would probably figure out, I wasn't the model citizen as a kid, okay? Um, what so, could have ever led me to that <laughs> belief, that thought? <laughs> I would have never, I'd never have an idea of that being possible. But my earliest memory of a, of a significant drinking moment was I was 18, and we used to go across the river to Council Bluffs because you could drink at 18 in Council Bluffs. Whoa. But in this case, we stopped. The group of dudes I was with stopped at Spaghetti Works in the old market. And I I looked almost like when I was 18, like I do now, except for I didn't have gray hair. I looked really old at 18. I mean, I I did. I, I could drink. I could go into I could go into liquor stores and buy. I wouldn't get carded. Back then there wasn't it wasn't nearly as stringent. Um and in this case, I had a Long Island iced tea. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And and I was a little guy. Remember, I'm mm-hmm. I'm like five eight. I was five eight, probably one forty five, one fifty at the time. And I'll never forget thinking this is really good. You know, I might I'll have two. And then I went to stand up. Yep. And I couldn't stand yep. up. That's something. I was like, guys, we can't go right now. I got. I can't even stand. <laughs> I if I, back if I were Nick, I would not be. I, I don't know if I even partake in a Long, Long Island I see. I wouldn't recommend no that. I witnessed a friend of mine have four of those. One no, you can't. Do and that. and he, we left the bars like, Jake. I need to ride home. Yep. I can't see. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. told me. I can't, he puts the hand on the Jake, I can't see. Can you give me a ride home? Sure. I had one. All right. I was fine. All right. Well, so. we talked about the weather, and we talked about yeah. Nick's birthday. Yeah, Let's yeah, talk yeah. about your rundown. What's uh, on the rundown? Yeah, 402-464-5685. Call or text, as always. I was, I was, I was looking at Twitter last night. I saw a DP tweet this out about general sports. I thought about you know, I'm thinking about Nebraska you know, in, in terms of fans right now, we, we know that Nebraska men in football and basketball are combined 2-22 and 22 so far. What did DP tweet out? He's like, is there anything we can agree on in sports in general? Is there anything that people universally can agree on Interesting. in sports? And I thought, well, why don't we look at Nebraska for that? We can agree on Tom Brady's the GOAT. Yeah, sadly, I can do that. Yeah. I, can, I can agree on that. There's certain things you can agree we on. We can't agree on MJ being the best. People think LeBron James is the best. Right. Some some out there, so we can't agree yep. on that. Yeah, my, my grandson, Alex, who's a very – I mean, hey, you, we should have him on sometime. He, he knows NBA so well. Yeah, he's a big he, – he maintains that LeBron's the GOAT. And I maintain yeah, exactly. that Michael's the GOAT. We can't agree on that. No. Okay, what else do we, we can't we can't agree on Tiger Woods being the best golfer ever because Jack Nicholas has more majors. Yeah. Although this this generation and, and a little bit uh, you know older than mine are going to think yeah that Tiger is the best, but they didn't realize they didn't, they didn't see Jack Nicholas play. So we'll never agree on that. Right. We we'll never agree on you know is Roger Federer the best tennis player of all time? Yeah. Probably, but he's he's got competition. Yeah. So I mean, right now Tom Brady being the goat is probably what we can agree on. So in the- but in Nebraska right now. In terms of the, I don't. I'm not, I'm not talking about stuff of the past about '95 being the best football team ever. I'm talking right. about right now, this current era of Nebraska sports across the board: men's sports, women's sports, coaches, athletes, everything. Is there anything right now that Nebraska fans can agree on? I have one thing for you for sure: is that John Cook is the man. 
we can all agree that for sure. Husker volleyball is in good hands as long as John Cook is there. And even after that, they have a great amount of coaches across the country who have, who have coached with or played for yeah. John Cook. So I still feel like the long term of Husker volleyball is very bright. Yeah, there's nothing you can point to there that where you, you would feel unsettled, right? Yes. And 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 do that emoji where you put up one eyebrow like hmm <laughs> your yeah. favorite emoji yeah um that yeah you're right as far now 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 hold that's on what, that's why i stop Think in now, terms of things we okay. all agree on okay now you raised the question on the rundown what percentage of people want to keep hoiberg versus get rid of hoiberg is there is there a large percentage is is your perception that a large percentage of people would like to keep Fred Hoiberg? No, no, not at all. But we can't all agree that he needs to go because of the buyout. That's why. If, if the buyout was like $3 million, I think he'd be got, gone yesterday. You've got, a, you've got 100% of people, yeah, and he's probably already gone. Yeah. But that's the issue is that you have a lot of people that still say the results aren't warranting of him being around for next year, but the buyout situation does. So we can't even agree on that. But we can't. I mean, Bill writes in. I'm not going to use his last name because I don't have authorization to do so. But Bill writes in, and I get emails like this, um, Jake. I mean, this is from a person who who does think Hoiberg needs to be the coach here. Now, I want you okay. to. All right. This is what Bill writes. Steve, I always <laughs> I always enjoy reading your columns, which I that's what everybody writes usually when they write to me. <laughs> I is always that right? enjoy. Is that right? I would like to see all the emails but, so I can but, judge but, myself. But I don't quite understand why you and writers from the World Herald want Coach Hoiberg let go. Bill says. He says I understand the lack of success, but when we have a five-star recruit or a top twenty-five recruiting class, um, but when we have had a five-star recruit and a top. 25 recruiting class don't you have to consider that and when does the revolving door close we have a coach that wants to be here this is the line you'll really appreciate who are we going to get i just think that sports writers endlessly calling for removal does no one any good thank you okay i i'm gonna write him back this is strictly for basketball right there yeah okay yeah okay first of all if, if you're arguing for Fred by saying we we want to we have a coach that wants to be here, come on. I mean, that's not a qualification for anything. It's not. I mean, I get it. I get the sentiment, and people are going to say, yeah, that is good because we've had coaches that probably didn't really want to be here that bad. Uh, if they're winning, I don't care if they where they want to be. Uh, <laughs> right, right. I don't care about their and, and maybe it helps thoughts? their their chances to win if they do like it here. But whatever, I. And and then and then the who are we going to get? You know I hate that one. Oh God! I mean, come on! You, that you can't not make a move because of that. I mean, you can't paralyze yourself with the fear of the unknown, right? Bingo. Bingo. I mean, and right now the known is not good, and you're, right. you're paralyzed by it getting worse. Like really? Yeah. No, you got it. Like, I understand it's, it's a lot of money for someone to go away, but there's also the potential of hope on the horizon. Right. And I don't know if you can put a price tag on the notion of competitive excellence. 
I don't, what's the price tag on that? Is it eight point? Is it eighteen point five million? Is that what we've decided? I don't. I think at this point, credibility is. You have to consider the importance of credibility of your program and your athletic department. If they do finish one and nineteen, the Nebraska men's basketball team, or let's say, okay, let's give, let's just say three and seventeen, Jake. That's two wins. What if they what if they finish three and seventeen and you bring him back? How do you explain it with any degree of credibility? That's the problem. Now, this is not personal. This is nothing. We're just talking as adults. At some point the AD is gonna have to explain why you're bringing him back. Right. Now, what's that explanation look like right. and feel like? Is it genuine? How could it be genuine? I mean, if if you're only in a list of pros and cons of hiring or sorry, of firing or keeping a coach. And if your only pro is buyouts too big, then you got to get rid of the coach. Right. Because the cons list is way bigger. And all, and all this just is a money issue. It's a money, money issue. issue. Yeah. How about everything else? I mean, I know money is very important. It's obviously a huge part of society and a huge, huge part of coaching. And right now, NIL is a huge part of things. But if that's your one pro, is it okay? Number one, money. And he's nice. That's just your two good pros. guy. Well, guess what? Let's get the con list out right now. It's well, going to go way longer. Yeah, we don't than even that. have to. I mean, unfortunately, in this case, it's unfortunately or unfortunately, depending on your persuasion. I all you really got to do is point at the record. I mean, unless you just feel like the record doesn't matter, then all you do with in Fred's case, it's not a personal thing. You just point at the point at the numbers. The numbers are abysmal. The numbers are remarkably bad. I mean remarkably bad. They're startling how bad they are. Okay? So, no, I mean, it's, it's we are in a bottom, this is a bottom line business. And he's not even close to achieving it at, at a comfortable level when it comes to the bottom line. It's not even close. It's not even in the ballpark, Jake. No. And, and I talk to a lot of guys. As you you know, I talked to a lot of former players and longtime fans. This is the worst we've ever seen. Okay, this is the worst I've seen in forty-five years. It has never been this bad, or even really even close to that. Right? Yeah. No, it's never been this close to to uh, close to this bad. To the despair that I see is not. I've never seen it. You, you can, I get this, this sentiment. Sometimes people come at me with, hey, Sybil, come on, this program's never been any good. That, first of all, that's BS. That's not true. That's just patently untrue. And it's never been this bad. Why would you want to let that go? Why, if you're an AD, how could you look at your other coaches and say, we're retaining him? Doesn't that send, what kind of message are you sending to your other coaches? What is that message? Especially after you've told the media publicly, I'm turning up the narrative on competitive excellence yeah. in this department. I'm asking our coaches to think everything you do, I want you to think, is this elite? Well, if you bring Fred Hoiberg back, then you've got to kind of double back on those comments. Ask yourself this. Did you really mean that? Ask yourself, coaches, now, now you're Trev saying, coaches, I want you to ask yourself if this is elite and can we afford it? I mean, you, you almost have to add the caveat, right? Yeah. Nope, can't do it. You can't bring him back. You know, That's it. Now, now, as far – go ahead. One yeah, more what, thought what, on Frost. One, before, my, one, one my, more thought on Fred before we get to yeah, Frost. One of my issues that I have with people that, that 
that try to tell you that Hoiberg should be retained. They'll tell you this. This is so dumb, but I hear it all the time from different people. Not one person, but different people say, "Well, you. I bet you were ecstatic when they hired him." Yes, like, I was. You're damn right, I was. But yeah. guess what? We can be wrong. We can be deathly wrong in this instance. I was ecstatic. We we were doing cartwheels on this show. When, when with the with the idea yeah, of a Hoiberg hiring, and then when it was final, we said, "Oh my gosh, they did it! Way to go, Bill Moose!" We never thought it was possible. We are allowed to be wrong, and we have been very wrong on this, and okay. we're shockingly wrong. Okay, now this is now unfortunately, so, all right. Unfortunately, you have carried us into an uncomfortable discussion, and we have to ask ourselves something, both of us. And whoever and whoever sized up Fred, and thought this was the right hire, we we have to, frankly, take responsibility for being wrong. I think. I mean, we just can't. I mean, to some at some level, people turn on the radio to get a level of expertise. Okay. So what what did we miss? Well, we missed something really glaring. Okay. We we didn't. We didn't factor in style of play. We didn't factor in how he's gone about winning without traditional bigs. Okay, I was warned about it. You were, yeah. You told me. You told me early on about yeah. this. Yeah. Someone informed yeah. you. Yes, yeah. yeah. early I, when he was hired. I was warned, and and but now I don't think we can take ourselves off the hook that easy unfortunately i thought about this last night it's interesting you brought it up that we were wrong because i i was going to say i need to drill down with jake on the fact that when this comes up again we have to be more discerning okay and not just give our rubber stamp approval to a guy we didn't really understand the the style right I think we got caught up in the mayor, Fred Hoiberg. Uh, we saw a guy that had success at Iowa, <laughs> Iowa State, State. Who, had, who was was not horrible, was but was not great with the Bulls. You know, a respected he, name. He and had, coaching. yeah, he had them with a two-one lead over the Celtics in the playoffs when Ra- Rahan Rondo got hurt. Rajon, Rajon, Rajon. Let's go with that one. Rajon Rondo. Okay, Rahan, really, really, <laughs> Rahan Rondo. Did you go Rahan? Who's ever called him Ray? Rajon. Rajon. Okay. Rajon or Rajon. Okay, whatever. There's, there's, it's a J. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, But Jake, Jake, can we just say that on this show, in the future, we need to be more responsible when it comes time to evaluate the next coach? Yeah, well, that's that's Because we missed clear. this bad, and I don't know if we can just give ourselves a complete pass on that. No, we can't. <clears throat> But we have to look, we have to learn from this stuff. But how how were we supposed to? I mean, again, I know you were told by but one one person out there, right? Style one, of play. You told by one person. It wasn't like it was ten people saying, no, "Hey, I'm one not person. Like, one person." Yeah. One person can be often can be wrong sometimes. When this person was was right in this instance. Style of play you have to look at. Uh, yeah, we blew it on both Hoiberg and Frost. We did. We did not look at style of play. We got caught up in the moment. We got caught up in the names. We got caught up in in Frost case the you know the native son. We got caught up in the in the the this fantasy story. You know this this basically Disneyland type setup, and we didn't look at the fact that his style of play wasn't suited for 
the Big Ten. And he has since basically said that in, well, in Indianapolis last July. Yeah. In Indianapolis last July, well, we've had to adjust to the league. I mean, and he thought the league would have to adjust to him off the bat. Oh, I, I don't. I, I, I know people always go to that quote that was what in his in his introductory press conference, what was it? You know, the, the Big Ten has to adjust to yeah, us, basically. Yeah, I, I don't put as much into that as people. I just think that's something that coaches say at press conferences. Like Doc Sadler saying, you ever watch a ping pong match? Call baseline to baseline. Yeah, how, you, you know what your head does when you're watching ping pong. That's how it's going to be when we play. That's just something good to say at a at a press conference, right? I don't look at it. That's, that's stuff you we have to learn. And what we one big takeaway for us is we have to look at whatever whoever this next coach is. We got we got to before we get on the air and say hallelujah they hired X. Uh, let's see let's see what it, let's let's see what that style looks like from the text line four six four five six eight five call or text as always. Fat Phil says you two got caught up in the hype. Color me shocked. Right. Well, I mean we you got to take that. We did. I was ecstatic the day that Fred Hoiberg was hired. I was also ecstatic the day that Scott Frost was hired. I thought that those two hires would change up the way these programs were going to go. That Nebraska would get back on track in football after the, the disastrous Mike Riley era. I thought that basketball would become respectable consistently. You know, they they were respectable at times under Tim Miles. They were never always bad. They were. They had you know a one year in the tournament, one year they were very close to making the dance, and otherwise they were uh, you know a bottom four team in the league, but but still usually respectable. They have not been respectable at all in the Scott uh, the the Hoiberg era. They have been respectable in terms of keeping it competitive in the Scott Frost era. They have not really been you know that way with the overall record and contending for the Big Ten West though so far. So. Okay, move but, on so, to Frost. So. <laughs> hard, hard transition. Frost, Jake, come on. What, what is the thinking right now? I, I mean, I. Can we agree on anything about him right now? Yeah, I think there's a, we're in agreement that we're in now a wait and see mode. With well, these, it, with well, the staff, that's what I'm, I'm curious though. Is it how long is wait and see? You know. Oh, it's, it, did, that that conversation is going to get hot. Did, did you know? Did did this staff hires give him another year plus, or is it still? <laughs> hey, you got to win six games at least this year. Well, what, no, 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 no. Now you've got to where people aren't going to agree on. Wait, where? Yeah, where? The, the, yeah, what's do the, people agree on a threshold? A win, yeah, threshold for wins this year. What's the threshold for Frost in 2022? That conversation's not hot right now because it's February. That conversation will get exceptionally hot about September. Okay. Like it's exceptionally hot in this studio because we're both going on. I'm trying to get the temperature down. We're both declothing. Um be shirtless soon. <laughs> sweating over But here. what that that conversation you, yeah, that conversation is gonna get interesting. Right? Unless unless it's one of unless the results are on the extreme side either way, right? If they break out of the gate O and five Right, then, then, there's no debate. If but if they break out of the gate seven and zero, oh, there's no debate. If they break out of the gate three and three, de- here comes the debate. Here comes debate. Yeah, here yeah. It comes. Here it comes. What th- then? October and November are going to be H O triple T hot. Right. Right. Yes. 
And right now, I don't know. I mean, the one the one conversation in this fan base I loathe, I just it absolutely loathe is is if you if you think Fred if his if you think his tenure has run its course, then how can you how can you think Frost is okay in his position? I, it's it's the it's a ridiculous conversation. Frost, Frost has failed so far, but but Hoiberg's <coughs> failures have put Frost on a incredible pedestal. Here's of, the of difference. Competency. Here's the difference for that, for like that guy who called last week and called me a hypocrite. Here's the, here's the difference. It's a big difference. You can formulate a legitimate argument on the on the side of keeping Frost, especially after the staff changes. There's there's legitimate arguments like that you can formulate that that say that that that, that justify bringing him back. That Trev could could go in front of a microphone on November eighth, which he did, and said, "This is why we're doing what we're doing. We're restructuring his contract. We're bringing him back. He's going to be a little different. He's going to be mm-hmm. more like a CEO role. We've talked about it. We've had we've had intense discussions about how he can change." how his staff can change, and we've decided to bring him back. And Trev could explain it, which he did in a 90-minute interview with the Journal Star and the World Herald. Now, on the other hand, could what is that conversation like if he's trying to justify bringing Fred back? <laughs> it's not going to last 90 minutes, I will tell you that. He's not Because he, he can't. There's no way. There's not 90 minutes worth of discussion there. No. In terms what, what, of what's why what, to bring him back. what is the, what are the what's the rationale other than what Bill the emailer said? Who are we going to that, get? That, that's just a sad way to think. He wants to be here, so that come on. A lot of people want to be here for the money that he's, he's been given right now. He's a top paid one of the top paid coaches in the in the conference and in the country. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he wants to be here. Yeah. Handsomely paid. Well, Frost wants to be here too. So I mean, are we going to use that? I think he wants to be here. Well, Scott Frost is from the state. He, you know, I, I right. buy that a little bit more as somebody. The who other thing, hey, you won know, a championship here. You know, player. You already knew this because you're pretty jaded, cynical. Um, it's pretty hard but, not to be right now in the state of Nebraska athletics. But one thing I that's really struck me during this period, as it relates to Frost, and this almost goes without saying, but. We don't have a lot to talk about today, so I'm going to say it anyway. You know, the one thing that's really struck me during this period is wins and losses are all that really matter in these conversations. I mean, it's you don't get a lot of grace no matter who you are. Not a lot. Although, I guess, God, as I say that, I mean, Fred gets a lot of grace because of the good guy factor. I'm not giving him any grace. I know, but a lot of people do because of the good guy fact. And I'm I'm saying wake. I'm slapping those people saying wake up, wake yeah, up, good guy. That's me right there to them. Wake up. And Fred is a by all accounts an incredible guy. I never argued against that. Right. I've never said he wasn't a good guy. There's a lot of great guys in sports as coaches that just fail. That aren't good enough. They don't get it done. They're not hard enough on their players. Well, I'm not saying discipline. That. Right. We had a caller. Yeah, it's gone. We have no producer today. I don't know where Harrison's at. Hopefully he's okay. The good guy factor, we all agree on that. And if you're looking for things that we we can agree on with these guys, we definitely agree that Fred is a great guy, right? Great guy. How far does that? How far does that go? 
Not that far right now. But we're trying to find things we agree on. By the way, Northwestern tonight. Yes. Oh, yeah. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. On the road in Evanston. On the road. The team that just murdered you recently. Northwestern was leading by 34 in PBA at one point. This was four games ago. Northwestern since then hasn't played particularly well. Well, this is a, a get right game for them, isn't it then? Uh huh. Oh, Nebraska's in town. Get right. Well, yeah, we'll see. Is that how it's viewed You'd for think people? Nebraska would have a lot of motivation. Well, do they, though? I mean, the season's over. You're 1-14. in 14. What, what is your motivation? Well, this motivation is, these, is these the guys motivation? embarrassed us last time. Let's not get embarrassed. Uh, you, you, you would think that should be the motivation, but I can't say that, that that's what happens or that they feel that way. If you're a competitor, you should absolutely feel the way you just said. You should feel like, let's get these guys back for what they did to us on our home court. But you also allowed that to happen in that game. You allowed that to happen. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? Nebraska tonight's playing a team that's going nowhere. and They're going more places than you are. Not really. I mean, where are they going? Where's Northwestern going? They're not going to the NIT. By the way, Collins, Jake, Chris Collins, Northwestern hasn't even made the NIT the last five years. I know. I'm aware of that. But they are apparently way ahead of you still. Well, that's as, a, that's, as we saw in Lincoln. I mean, I'm I'm honestly, if I'm Trev, I'm watching that because Northwestern. I know there's people at Northwestern that, that think that Chris Collins' tenure is running. I think, I think it might be done after this year. Yeah, they haven't. They they have not. I want to emphasize that they have not made so much as the NIT in five years. Is that program okay? When they played Nebraska four games ago, five games ago, whatever that was. You look at that and go, is that program that far ahead of ours? The Northwestern? Team that, the team that four might and fire four. their coach? Yeah, the team is, yeah, exactly. Now, Mar- Maryland was a 3-1 team coming into the PBA on Friday, and although it was close to halftime, they beat you by 16 and put up 90 points in doing so. Yeah, with an interim. With an interim Danny coach. Manning. Yeah. Are, are we that, that we're that far behind Northwestern who's considering firing? That, that hasn't made it even the NIT in five years? I mean, that's that, that you ha- I mean, if you're Trev Albert, you're looking at this stuff. I'm not sure Trev Albert's still looking at this stuff, though. I would think, I would think that he has made a decision. Either way. What, I mean, what more evidence are you looking what, what What are you looking for now to see if they go 3-17? and 17? <laughs> It's not going to matter. I mean, come on. No, it doesn't matter. If, if, you're, yeah. if it's based on results, we all know where that's going. If it's based off of we can't afford to fire him, no matter what happens the rest of this year, then we know where he's at. On the bright side, the Big Ten race is fascinating right now. It's it's going down to the wire. And one team, Rutgers at Rutgers at ten and six is in it. Is in it. Steve Peichel, baby. I know. How about Peichel? They they, they beat four straight ranked teams. See that 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 team four that, straight ranked teams. That squad, that coach is the reason why you know, everyone who says Nebraska would never be good and never can be good. Rutgers proves Thank that's you. a bunch of BS. Thank I've said you. it for years. I've said Thank it for you. years. I, you know, I've like, you, you know, you. I've loved Steve Peichel right. from the get go yep. because yep. I you watched, did. You did three his, years ago. His you liked first it. year, I said, you know what? Look at that team. I, I saw them previously. They were a bunch of just, you know, they didn't play basketball. Steve Peichel had them playing that team, lacking talent before he got some in there, playing extremely physical basketball defense. You know they're they're trying to pound in the paint. They they it wasn't pretty, but they made it difficult on you. 
Steve, they rebounded. You're right, Jake, and I got to give you credit because that was, I think, four years ago you were talking about Pico. I, I say I love that guy. And I, I used to him. make fun of it. Like, oh, we have Pico. You, did, you did make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah, Pico. What's your deal with Pico? I see a good coach. I see quality basketball. I'd say Pico, and you'd say it's Pico. Um, you did. Yeah, you'd say it's exactly good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Pico, please get it right. Yeah. Respect. And look it. at them now. Look at them now. I mean, they've, they, they, now they just got they got beat by Purdue. Yeah, but ended that's a their top five team. Yeah, ended their four game winning streak against ranked teams. They beat four straight ranked teams to put themselves in position to win the Big Ten. Now they're outside the they're they're an outside threat. But they're a tournament team though. Oh yeah, they're, well, they're definitely go, they're a going dancing. Team. They yeah. they won a game what two years ago in the dance or last whenever it was, and they're they're gonna make the dance again. Like yeah. that's why it's different from Nebraska. Nebraska did make the dance in Miles' second year, but they fell off after that. Mm-hmm. They've been consistently pretty good under Peichel. They started off rough because a bad team. They built up, made the dance, and now they're going to make the dance again. Right now, they'll be. A, building... I bet there'll be a developmental program though, because they're going to lose a bunch of veterans. Well, and they'll drop off a little. Guess bit. Guess who's good at developing? Steve Peichel. He developed that team from nothing into something. You remember that one? They, they were a 13 seed, made like the Big Ten Finals or Semifinals one year in the, t- in the tournament. Yep. My man, Steve Peichel. More next on an early break in the ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.